my burrito. Uh, special occasion, Max. The Where's My Burrito is a bi-coastal uh, podcast, uh, a, way, a bi-coastal way of life. Yeah, East Coast versus West Coast. It's going to turn into a fight show now. Why is it? With everything you say, I'm going to disagree with all of your points. We got Biggie. We got Pac. <laughs> Fuck you. They're both dead. Like, we got to find out who killed them. And then we join forces and we find who killed Biggie and Tupac. I think oh. that's a... That would be a good pivot for this show, I think. (laughs) At this point, 59 episodes in, it's like, look, it's getting stale. We all know Yeah, we got to change it up, you know? (laughs) We don't change the name. It's provocative. People are like, what is is that even about? Right. Um, But look, yeah, by Coastal, man, I made the move to L.A. Uh, You are still repping in Brooklyn. Um, We're going to test the the, the depths and limits of our friendship. If 4,000 miles is too much, (laughs) we're going to find out. No, I'm playing, Bubby. Uh, I'm really glad to do this, man, because we we had to take like a significant time off from recording uh, in order yeah. to accommodate this move, and it's good to kind of be set up. Not fully set up, as you can see, uh, but yeah. getting there, and at least we're getting back into the fray and we can record again, man. I missed you. Yeah, I miss you too, man. How you been? Uh, I drove across the country with three dogs and an RV. That's what I've been doing, um, and mm-hmm. it was rough, and it was... It was rough and tumble, and I got stories. But before that, I actually want to ask you, man, because I know that the, the real tragedy that I left when I left was Mama McCarty, my favorite person. Yeah. Well, my own mom. Who, sorry, mom. Uh, but, yeah, like, she came in town. <laughs> Don't laugh at that. It's honesty. People want the honesty. Well, no, it's funny because when my mom was up here, not to interrupt you, like, I was talking to her about the podcast, and she's like, you should do an episode on the moms. And I was like, we talk about you all the time, mom. It's fine. <laughs> like, you do? And I was like, just listen to the show. Yeah, we love you. You're my favorite person in the world. Uh, she came up to visit you in New York and you guys had like a fucking gay old time, as it were. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was great. Well, I mean, I felt bad. I've, I took like a week off of work to see her and everything. But for that first week, I was like as sick as I've been in like a full year. Right. I was just like hacking and caught. I think it was like a full on upper respiratory thing at 103 degree fever. But I refuse to go to the doctor because you know, I don't want to do that. I haven't been to the doctor in like 10 years. Why am I going right. to start now? Also, you know? fuck doctors. Do they live any longer than regular people? Probably not. No, maybe. they don't. They're no, they don't. They don't. Like, that's the thing. You like the actuary <laughs> tables on that? Yes, which bothers me. <laughs> You've done your research. <laughs> You're like deathly ill. Like, do doctors even live longer than us? No. I just like all of its guesswork. Like we go to them. It's like, like a mechanic is a technically more proficient professional than a mm-hmm. doctor is because a mechanic's like, well, it's fucking five, six things it's got, and they'll find it. But right. the human body, holy shit, there's so many. So they're just guessing and they're hoping like it's, it's playing. It's the reverse Vegas odds where like usually the house is gonna, is gonna be fine. You know what I mean? But the, you, you, you have to like hope that this isn't the fucking one in a million chance that it's not this particular form of fucking disease. Cause you're like, fuck it. Playing the odds. You yeah. Know? We're all fucked. We really are. <laughs> but you keep... didn't, you didn't go to a doctor. I'm sorry. I, I didn't. Um, so like pretty much for the first week she was here, I felt bad. Like I was forcing myself to go out and just hacking on the subway, went to a Broadway show, saw Beetlejuice on Broadway, nice. which uh, first Broadway show I've seen in like a good decade. Swish. It was a lot of fun. A lot right. of changes to the original source material, though. Real Whoa. weird. Beetle, Beetlejuice is there, scene one. Whoa. And he's narrating the whole thing. Got a lot Hold of on. culture references. Hold I didn't know on. how to feel about that. All right, let's explore this. I, yeah, I want to know what you do. Like, what do they do? Because for as much shit as we talk about Tim Burton on this podcast, let's be perfectly Beetlejuice clear. Is, it's right, a delightful film. It's a yeah. wonderful fucking movie. And it's like, how do you touch that? Why would you ever polish the Holy Grail? Who did this fucking play? I don't fucking know, but like, I will say like the guy who played Beetlejuice, a lot of fun, you know, he was hamming it up, but they really do change the fuck out of that like story, like the whole thing. Okay. Do do you mind walking me through it? So like we would come in is the wrapping is the framing device that Beetlejuice is like still in the model or is the model completely excommunicated? Model is out. So Fuck. Forget all mom. right. Page one rewrite. Fuck. Page first scene, Lydia's mom's funeral. And Lydia sings a sad song about her mom being dead. Jesus. And, and that's why she's in the funeral garb the whole time. She's not just a kooky alt teen. Okay. She's literally in mourning. And then Beetlejuice comes in and goes, hey, it's good to be dead or something like that. Sings some sort of song. I don't know. 
<laughs> so answering questions no one asked <laughs> and then belittling death. Okay. So right. far, I'm actually into it. It's got the spirit of Beetlejuice. Of it it does. It does capture that spirit. Then it cuts to the Maitland's house and they're like talking about how like, oh, we're not ready to have kids. They sing a song about that and Beetlejuice is off to the side like, ah, oh, these guys are lame. Can't wait till they die. And then they die in the house and then it's him like fucking with them the whole time i don't know it kind of goes off the rails if i'm being honest <laughs> we don't even get to the afterlife like the netherworld or whatever what? till, like, till after the intermission that's the best part of the fucking movie as a kid that was the crossing of the threshold and you're oh, like yeah. what the fuck man this is incredible and they yeah. just said you know what because you got like the miss argentina receptionists you know like just being fucking sassy and stuff Right. waiting room with the, the shrunken head team. guy I love they that. do all show up eventually but it's after the intermission oh. you know after beetlejuice is like let out of the box or whatever and right. like agrees to marry lydia and you're like where is this going to go from here we got a whole other act of this play <laughs> goes somewhere it's a rise and fall structure <laughs> okay yeah well they kind of turn beetlejuice into like an anti-hero why like that was my beef with the cartoon as a kid is that they made him a good dude and i'm like right what (laughs) this is the wrong message to me he is a sleazy car salesman of the afterlife at best (laughs) like he is a full-on villain he's not a good he would be a trump supporter if there was a beetle geisian uh equivalent to donald trump in that universe you know what i mean right he would support trump just just to watch the world burn like he doesn't give a fuck (laughs) So, I mean, you, it wasn't, they didn't uh, bastardize it to the point where you're like, you know. I'm probably making it sound worse than it is. It was a lot of fun to watch in the moment, but as right. I was watching, I was just like, hmm, I don't know about that. <laughs> but it was fun. You know, it made me laugh. Um, right. It was good to see a show. You know, it's the Christopher Nolan movies of Broadway shows is what you mean. Yeah, like, I'm real you know, into it in the theater. The, the spectacle is great in the moment. And then after on the ride home, you're like, I don't know. Mm. So you went to Beetlejuice. Uh, that's cool. I mean, like, look, I, you know me. I'm a big Broadway guy, and I feel stupid that I didn't like Broadway more. Yeah. Beforehand. I'm, well, I'm kicking myself now for not. I mean, I've been here for over a year now, and I haven't seen this is the first any kind of theater that I've seen the entire time I've been here, which is a right. problem. Like, I need to get out of the house more and see some theater. Um, but that was my takeaway from that. Also, took her to this pasta place in a in a Italian market called Italy. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You've heard That's of chain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's in World Trade Center or whatever. And it, it was legit great. Got some truffles on my pasta, like nice. straight up shaved truffles. Uh, that was pretty much, those were the two highlights there. Those were the two highlights. The rest of the time, I was just really sick and hanging out with my mom. <laughs> uh, taking some dank pictures. For people who don't know, it's an ongoing joke that I'm obsessed with pictures that, like, uh, of feature, me. yeah, <laughs> feature Max looking at his mom or taken by his mom. She captures this fucking side of you, man. <laughs> like, I, you know. I'm so glad it brings you so much joy. I don't understand it. I have literally just... printed some out. I'm framing it. <laughs> <laughs> He'll literally just send me at random hours of the day and night just a picture, like a cropped photo of my face. Just, Max, I'm, I love this photo so much. I'm printing this out. This is going on my I desk. Just, I love you and I miss you already and it needed to be known. <laughs> uh, well, I'm glad, I'm, glad you're, I'm glad your mom had a fucking blast. I'm really sad that yeah. I missed her. Um, yeah um no she's she's a wonderful woman it was great to see her i i did have to do touristy shit with her which sucked went to see the tree in rockefeller center on christmas eve uh, fucking the welcome to the monkey house man uh the worst place in the world it has yeah. to be i think even worse at the christmas worst eve. time of year yeah. oh yeah dude no it was like just jam-packed with people like I, I was getting to the point where i was flaring out my elbows and just walking in a straight line <laughs> Like I wasn't even trying to avoid anybody. I was just bumping into people because you, like, you were hands on hips. You were just oh no, I, yeah, I was. I was very confrontational about it, just charging straight ahead. <laughs> as I, Luna, I, like as full Luna. on bumped like a family of five out of my way. Like I didn't give a fuck. As Ludacris would say, you were throwing bows and you didn't give a fuck, man. Yeah, you know? like Not, nothing like seeing the giant tree in Rockefeller Center to make you lose all faith in humanity and personal spirit. <laughs> I told you my favorite Christmas thing ever because I don't like Christmas songs. We've gone through this, and I kind of hate Christmas yeah. lights. I know I'm a bad person, but you I do love do... that Mariah Carey song, though. Oh no, not that one. <laughs> swerve, swerve. 
Uh, fucking yesterday at brunch, by the way, I vowed that they fucked up Skylar's order, and I vowed that I would not have a single bite or drink or say a fucking word until they brought his food. And then as a, as a bit that was funny to basically no one but me, I sat there with my arms folded, and I said fucking mm-hmm. nothing. And then Dolores at some point started trolling me and started just saying, like, you know what's a really great movie? Fucking Green Book, man. You know who sucks? Kermit the Frog's a bitch. Like, just trying to get some reaction out. <laughs> uh, and then... And, uh, you can't see this audience, but he's currently wearing a Kermit the Frog t-shirt. It, right it really made me mad. It was, a, it was an attempt to come at me. Uh, and then at some point, this fucker is just like, you know what's the greatest Christmas song of all time? Mariah Carey's All I Want for Christmas, which I love this woman, but I would, I'll divorce her if she says that again. You know what I'm saying? That's how serious mm-hmm. that allegation is. Uh, no, the Vince uh, Guaraldi, Charlie Brown fucking uh, Christmas songs, because it's like the most downtrodden minor key jazz. It's beautiful. Mm-hmm. And the lyrics are really happy, but the melodies are all in the minors. So it's just like, <laughs> this is yeah. died on this Christmas. Peanuts used to bum me out when I was a kid. I was like, why is really? he? Oh my yeah. God. It was always my favorite, man. Uh, yeah. And that's what Christmas music should be. <laughs> just sad and yeah because like that's the i think that if you think about it that's the spiritual thing that you felt when you went to rockefeller center you didn't feel the the magic of christmas instead you felt like fucking the yeah. death of the year man good riddance yeah <laughs> i was like democracy is dead capitalism is going to consume the planet australia is on fire and i'm stuck here and then even though, even though Australia is on fire, you lit a cigarette and you threw it at the fucking tree and you watched it go in flames. <laughs> watched it burn. <laughs> I would pay you so much money for that. I'd be like, <laughs> and I don't know if I can, is that an act of terrorism? Maybe it is. Maybe we should be very I mean, careful. Absolutely. <laughs> what? <laughs> to burn a tree? Kind of on accident? I mean, have you ever seen that tree in person? It's, it's fucking enormous. Like, it is impressive. It would be great if no one was there, but that's never going to happen. Right. There's never be a scenario where you're with that tree and you never know when i was in italy like so italy has uh the spanish steps right which are like these incredible fucking beautiful marvels of architecture and stuff and you used to be able to sit on them and now they're like they got people there 24 7 they'll whistle at you get up you can't sit there anymore and i really want like america to have some fucking standards and do that (laughs) because you're right like if they just put a barricade around that like if you could Mm -hmm. still go skate and all that shit that's cool That'd be cool, but yeah, I just the people ruin everything that's supposed to be majestic about Christmas. Also, carolers, fuck a caroler, I hate them. I I, I will say though, I went to uh, World Trade Center on uh, New Year's Eve, and it was honestly like super chill, really nice, you know. Yeah, I mean, I I don't know, I don't know why that part of Manhattan remains empty and nice, but oh, the financial district, it's kind of. I mean, I don't know. It's my favorite part of the city, to be honest, because no one's there. Yeah, and it's it's, like clean, and there's not trash piled up on the side of the road. Yeah, no, it's great. It's my favorite part. No goddamn alleyways in New York. Why are there no alleyways in New York? By the way, I mean there are kind of down there. Yeah, Godforsaken city. There are some. That's why there's no trash. Yeah. (laughs) That's your beef. You're like I'm turning around on this. Fuck this. um yeah man well i mean and then it brought you to the new year Any, anything cool happened on new year i mean there were fireworks on coney island which i didn't know because i wasn't here last new year's i was with friends in bushwick oh, right. um but this year i was you know i just stayed at the apartment with uh, my mom we watched beetlejuice because we're like we gotta see this movie now <laughs> um and uh yeah they set off some fireworks over coney island which i could see from my window which was cool that's you awesome know? man that sounds like a pretty good fucking way to ring in the next decade of our lives which uh, it's a decade i kind of slept on that that it was a full decade that was ending instead of just another year so the retrospectives got a little bit longer you know i had to think about it a little bit longer yeah no it it is weird like that we're in a position that we've only been in a couple other times where we're not only recapping the year we're recapping the 10 years we're recapping the decade right what's the best what are the worst how much have we changed how much have we not changed it's just weird to me because 1920s is really cool, but we all know that's like now that's a hundred years ago. Uh, right. And now we're I mean, just. It was cool until it wasn't. I'm just saying, like in the 2090s, they'll look back at us being like we were <laughs> doing prohibition and, you know <laughs> what I mean? Like Warren G. Harding IV came to power. I don't know. I just like that's my, that's my thing. It's like we're going to look really antiquated and creepy. And. Uh, wow. I don't know. I don't know. It's going to be endearing. I think know? we already look creepy, man. It's okay. What? Why? 
like well just to any casual observer like they're fighting with each other they're fucking this whole beautiful place yeah Yeah. all right well where there's smoke there's actual fire in this instance yeah um well like on a brighter note i escaped uh the east coast which is i guess good because trump's gonna take us to war a prison break or something and now it is because of this iran shit that was a weird thing to wake up to like ah shit. yeah oh, we're probably going to war yeah the... or he's gonna try his damnedest to get us there i have seen iran come out and say and i, and I don't want to turn this into iran thing but i've seen oh, them come yeah. out and say, like hey we, we don't have anything against americans just trump like that's oh cool. really all right yeah. all right that's comforting i have not done anything i saw the headline then i'm like he's gonna do it like let's yeah. get our house in I mean, order if, guys if he continues ramping it up that'll probably change but you know for now at least they're like yeah we know it's not you america we know it's just this fucking clown right well that's big of fucking iran but like i don't want to say that like in a belittling way i mean that's big of any country to you yeah. know separate the leader of the country who is mm-hmm. 90% of the time is supposed to be a competent motherfucker who is working the best interest of everybody instead of his own creepy, like, I don't know. Uh, so I think it's amazing that they are like, we get it, bro. Like, this is fucked up. We're just going to take this L. But like, <laughs> We're going to take this L. I mean, they're going to retaliate against American forces if we ramp up in the area, obviously. But, right. you know, not against us. No nukes yet. Yet. end the podcast we did it (laughs) we solved the iran uh yeah no so i i I made the move and Mm -hmm. uh i think we told uh maybe we talked about it on the podcast maybe we didn't but i initially we were gonna do it in four days and that was like a fool's errand is what i found out oh yeah Uh, well we did like we're supposed to go 12 hours in the first day right so we were leaving from philly I, i remember you told me the very first day that got fucked up Yerp, uh, Philly, <laughs> Philly to Nashville, 12 hours, right? Mm-hmm. And the whole point behind that was that that sucks, but then every other day is like nine hours a day only, which right. is like so much more manageable, right? Are you, t- are you factoring in like downtime, stop time? Yeah, pretty much. Time, yeah, 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 yeah. Although, fucking that whole thing. So, RVs apparently get 12 gallons, miles to the gallon, is what I found mm-hmm. out. So, that's a lot of stopping and very yeah. expensive to refill. Um, but yeah, so we, so the first day we're supposed to go to Nashville, we did six hours instead of twelve. We got to Roanoke, Virginia, uh, because again we had to go south. So that was very, thank you for laughing because now that I've made it, I can laugh. But at the time, just tears, yeah. just like no. Well, what? Why is it the dogs or? Uh, well, a couple things. Like we just left way later than we said we were gonna leave. We we're gonna leave in the morning, uh, and we had had like my our friend John come over and get all the big stuff with mm-hmm. me like into the rv we didn't like calculate just how much little shit there still was to go back and forth and back and forth and back and forth so it kind of fucked us so we didn't leave until like one and then we caught like traffic in the major cities like in baltimore and in fucking dc and, and all that stuff so at yeah. some point we're just like look we should probably just stop and get a big jump on tomorrow so yeah. yeah we stopped in roanoke and the next day we went all the way through tennessee we went from roanoke to little rock arkansas which changed me, man. <laughs> like, yeah. No, I know you really loved Arkansas. It's like you want to live there now, right? Yeah, I think it's where everyone should live, I think. <laughs> uh, no, so we, we went through Arkansas, we, and it was rough, obviously, because it's Arkansas, and it does feel like this really weird post-apocalyptic wasteland. First of all, many looks, because my wife is a, a light-skinned Italian lady, and mm-hmm. I'm a brown dude. So a lot of looks in the South, which is weird but we're from florida i think that they'd be used to it by now you know like i know racism is a thing but like right. this isn't like you know 1980 i was getting looks in plant city like you know what i mean so yeah. it, it's just it, it is what it is i guess that, but that's my own weird. ignorance i think but it's just like it it feels like 2020 like we should be fucking there's enough media out there for people to be like okay right <laughs> <laughs> they made Bomb that loving movie and it was about the 60s you're like yeah maybe that was like the last time this was a big deal i guess it's not like that's the point it's it's i don't know it really fucks with me but yeah. so little rock was like, but other than that they're like incredibly nice people because they know that no, like no one who stops here is from there (laughs) so they went it's like dolores went to go check in in one place right and this woman just proceeded to spend 13 14 minutes explaining her entire life story to dolores i'm like i get it honey i get it i really do i'm not trying to be an asshole like i need to go on (laughs) like there are Mm -hmm. animals in here you know what i'm saying and it made me really sad because again these are people that we kind of like 
I talk shit about them and I make a lot of jokes about it, even though I literally saw a raccoon and a rabbit fighting. I have to tell you that. That's Uh, amazing. It's incredible, uh, but also like was a clear indication that this ain't for me. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> that was my fucking sign. Like I'm turning back. You know, <laughs> like uh, and uh, so you know, Arkansas is Arkansas, and I thought that was going to be the worst of it. How wrong I was, Max? Uh, because Texas, Texas is the fucking Tejas, uh, and it starts off disarmingly okay. You go through Dallas, and you're like, oh okay, there's some cities, oh, civilization. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. Flash forward to literally, no exaggeration, 11 hours in Texas mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. nothing. nothing. Yeah, I, I, should, I should jump in here, and I don't want to jump on your story, but I have driven across country a few times, and the southern stretch where you drive through Texas is like the fucking worst. So I 100% understand. Like, so you went through it, the southern way. I went through the north. So I went through like Dallas and Amarillo and all that shit. But mm-hmm. I, here's the spoiler alert. I'm sure it's the same shit the same as the shit. south. It's literally flat land with scrub and that's it. Yeah. For, uh, for hours. You know how they day. say like fucking jet pilots, man. Sometimes they, they, they get vertigo or whatever. They don't know like mm-hmm. what up and down is. Like, yeah. That was me. I Just because it was such this weird symmetrical pattern that didn't change for yeah. hours. You ever watch like a TV? Back in the day when you left a TV on a freeze frame for long enough, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? It would burn in a little bit. Like that's what was happening to my fucking retinas. Like when we got done that night, I'm like, that drive made me need glasses. <laughs> like I'm fucked now, man. Right. Yeah, it's such a like a sigh of relief when you cross that state line out of Texas because right. the scenery like almost immediately changes too. Right. Well, see, I think I think you went through the south, right? So I went mm-hmm. through El Paso, and um, like right outside of El Paso, uh, it starts becoming very deserty, and I'm like, okay, I can get behind mm-hmm. this. You go through yeah. an Indian reservation or two, which is really cool, um, and then uh, ghost towns. Holy shit, Max, ghost towns. Ghost towns are the coolest fucking thing that have ever existed because they're 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 the they're the Pompeii like <laughs> of the old west, man. There's like a old theater there and it's boarded up and it hasn't been fucking used in sixty years. You're like, holy right. shit, man. Because like, we're talking ghost towns from like different eras too. Yeah. Which is crazy. Yeah. yeah, like you see shit from like the forties and then from the eighteen hundreds and shit, yeah. and you're like, Oh my god. But it's just amazing to me that those things aren't preserved even. They're just there they just leave them to fucking rot yeah so i mean we never have to spend money on locations we can go to texas which which to bring back my remember my gmo commentary on how i think i can fucking solve homelessness uh Mm. texas like why are there any homeless people in any major cities so again i I think i think we can solve homelessness if we just take everyone to texas or upstate new york i what i'm saying is like we can clearly fix this problem we choose not to it's not like like i used to think we're running out of land that ain't true. Oh, we've got so much land. I actually like. I, I heard about like when we talk about overpopulation. It, it's not about like the space that we have on Earth. We have so much space on Earth still, like so much. We're making up like a, a tiny percent right. of that space, not including the ocean, by the way, which we could totally set up some ocean water world cities for homeless Yo, people. Oh, like like the Jar Jar people. Yeah, yeah. And then they could like evolve into a different species of human. It'd be fucking dope. We could go to war with them. But that's neither here nor there. That's like for future. Uh, for now, like just put them in Texas, man. Yeah, but now you got me on Jar Jar people. Listen, <laughs> Jar Jar people, they had water as their weapon. <laughs> I just thought right. about that. So how were they going to win? I mean, they didn't win, by the way. I mean, if, if Anakin doesn't crash that fucking plane, like well, they don't win. <laughs> I'll try spinning. That's a good trick. <laughs> All right. I didn't mean to take it to a dark place called the prequels. Although, hey, man, they look a little shinier today. And they did. <laughs> a couple weeks I, I was uh, no. I mean, <laughs> I was rewatching scenes from them because I was like, "Are they as bad as I remember?" Yeah, they're they're even worse. <laughs> they're so bad. There's someone's vision. I'll take that vision. You know. People forget that the Clone Wars were all clones of Boba Fett's dad for no reason other than <laughs> the fact that we remember who Boba Fett is. Well, there's an emotional core to it, right? Because. <laughs> Don't even try to defend this. <laughs> you gave up halfway through that sentence and you know it. Ghost towns, Max. <laughs> <laughs> uh, along the way, uh, what I really loved is that there's amazing names in these states. Uh, Fate, Texas. Mm. French. Yeah, has got some weird names, man. 
Yeah, Friendship, Oklahoma is a big one. My favorite one was Stink Creek, Texas, because Stink, Stink Creek. Because you figure like it's gotta be really stank because yeah. they would have changed the name. I was gonna bring this up, but I've been watching. Uh, I've been watching Shit's Creek. Um, oh. I watched the first couple episodes and I sort of liked it, but I didn't keep watching. But I hear it's amazing. Yeah, it's almost more of like a drama with comedic elements than a comedy so if you kind of leave the comedy part of your expectations out of it you'll really enjoy it. it's it's a good show um, there. yeah yeah no hold on what was your comment before you got paid to fucking plug schnitz creek or whatever oh no just because you brought up stink creek oh yeah that's true well stink <laughs> oh, creek. yeah <laughs> No, I just I I don't know that really captured my imagination. I'm like Texas, you son of a bitch. Yeah, Texas has so many different, and also like every major city. From, there's a Rome, Texas. There's a Paris, Texas. Mm-hmm. It's weird, man. I don't trust it's always, it. It's always trying to be fancier than it really is. Oh, dude, tr- truth or consequence, New Mexico. Yeah. What the fuck happened there, man? <laughs> like, I don't know. I saw that place number one on the like list of weirdest town names. Truth or consequence. We passed that, and I was like, "That's some old Western fucking gunslinger truth or dare shit that went wrong, man. Like mm-hmm. for sure." And they just named it after that it's, fateful day. It's like the town of Tombstone, man. Like that that town name is a literally a joke because the guy who founded it, they said like, "Oh, like put it on his tombstone. He's going to be a failure." And then he like found silver in this town, and he like named it Tombstone to like spite him. Damn, I love that. Isn't That's. That great? That's I saw that's, that movie for the first time, by the way. What? I've never, I've never seen, seen it. it. It's okay. Me neither. <laughs> Fuck that movie. Fuck that movie. Not because it's not good. I hear it's great, <laughs> and I love yeah. Kurt Russell. But Val Kilmer, honestly, like fucking yeah. But that's why I don't want to watch it. Fuck what? Val Kilmer, man. Like I love him when Shane Black has him or someone cool. But I can name three cool performances by him ever. Well, t- Tombstone's number one. <laughs> I'm, I'm not even kidding. He's great. He's, so what happened like, to him? Why did he fall out of grace? I don't know. He got real fat and started acting like Marlon Brando. Was he ever as good as Brando? I don't know. Was Brando ever good? <laughs> they were just firing shots. You can't say that. You're like with an earshot of like Hollywood's elite over here. They'll cancel me. Oh, I can't say that because they're going to hear it where you are. Over here. Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> I like that you looked out the window for a second. You're like, wait, hold on, what? <laughs> Is Tom Hanks out there? Like, what's going on? No, no, no Hanks. Golden man. Globes uh, uh, reactions to Ricky Gervais. No, how were they? What did he do this time? He just called people out on being bullshit in Hollywood, you know, like he always does. And there's just like a lot of reaction shots of Tom Hanks looking very uncomfortable throughout the whole thing. What? Oh, Bill, he's Mr. Rogers, you know, like I get it. What is yeah. he supposed to condone that fucking behavior? You could just laugh and shrug and go, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, like everybody <laughs> else does. He looks like a disapproving parent. He kind of is. He's America's dad. And maybe now he's America's grandma. Not my goddamn dad. Why not? He would be a wonder. See, that's the problem I with you. You always I, need something to rebel against, Max. You fucking asshole. You were the only person who could make an enemy out of Tom Hanks. Like, what is wrong with you? It's because he's too likable. I, I, I don't no. trust it. I don't trust it. Who does he think he is? Tom he's, Hanks or something? Tom Hanks. And he signs every t- tweet with an X. Hanks. I want to start a talk show called Harsh on Hanks. Where I just harsh on Tom Hanks. Yeah, well, I think we've talked about this. I think I think this is not a new pitch. Mm-mm. It's been in development for about ten years. You know, it's it's in turnaround right now, but we're gonna get it going soon. <laughs> soon as he's relevant again, uh, Tom Hanks. Did he ever stop being relevant? I don't know. I don't know his life, man. Doesn't he have diabetes or something? I feel like we're sleeping. <laughs> I don't want to put that out there, but <laughs> I for sure know he has type two and he's got four years to live and they're going to amputate his foot. He's too- <laughs> <laughs> Just imagining somebody as wealthy as Tom Hanks, like having his foot amputated because he couldn't control himself in his diet. He'd be still the most likable fucking person in the world. He'd be more likable. Wobbling down the red carpet. Yeah. He refuses to get a wheelchair. He's like, he's going to make it happen. Rita's still there. She stands by him. It's beautiful, yeah. man. Him and his stump. I love him. I love him, man. <laughs> Here's something uh, that really pissed me off. Fucking remember all those Time magazines that have been showing up at your fucking house? 
Mm -hmm. uh, somehow they got a credit card number and they've been charging me for this time magazine. And I'm like, I don't know how this happened. uh, And I'm furious. Because you're getting that in like ESPN magazine. What? Why? 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 I have have literally a stack this high on my table right now. You should read those. I was like, Dolores, please take these. And she's like, okay. And then she never did. You should read those ESPNs, bro. I'm going to learn you about sports. I don't care. I don't want to learn about sports. Don't you though? No. Don't you though? <laughs> I, <laughs> I love that you think there's a scenario where like you ask me enough times and I'll say, yeah, I do. I just, I, what's your aversion to it? We see our humanity. You bought, you can watch like, didn't Sam Raimi do like the natural or something? Or is that Rob? Robert Redford, who directed Redford. 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 You're talking about for the love of the game as well. Yeah, there we go. Hey, I like, I like movies about sports. Well, it's the same thing. Why don't you just like the sports when it's happening? Because then you don't have to watch the biopic. <laughs> like you could just. But I could just spend two hours watching a movie as opposed to like several that. hours watching the games. Well, that's like watching a movie instead of reading the book. I don't know. I, I think that, you know, men are just emotionally disabled and they use sports as a way to, you know, like relate to each other without fear of actual like intimacy. Like it's the thing with like fathers too, like in their sons, it's like oh. they don't know how to connect. So they use sports as sort of a buffer and I've never bought into it. I never loved it. <laughs> I can guarantee you neither of my fathers were uh, using sports to get close to me. If anything, they put me in sports to keep me away from the house more often, you know? But no, I, I do think that that is a real thing. And it's like, once you notice it, you kind of can't stop noticing it is like when dudes talk to each other, you know, it's usually about like sports is kind of like the, the pathway towards mm-hmm. a friendship. And it's right. like, I, I don't, I don't need that. I got movies. I got enough things. Why is it? But like, do you mind if we investigate that? I'm, I don't, I'm not saying you're wrong or anything, but like, why? Why is movies? Why is music something that you are like? You're able to use that as the buffer instead of sports. You know what I'm saying? Like, I understand what you're saying as it as it pertains to like fathers and sons, absolutely. But I just mm-hmm. mean like f- friendship in general. Like, what's the difference between movies and music as opposed to sports? There isn't one. You just prefer that as your yeah no like I I think that uh, you know dudes in general are like uh, more like emotionally handicapped than women when it comes to like just relating to each other like that's Mm -hmm. fucking true so we use things like sports or movies or comic books or whatever as like a buffer or as a means to connect Um, and I just happen to choose movies or whatever and music but at the end of the day like we all like find something to assign an identity to. Right. And I just don't need to add sports to the list. That's another thing for me to learn about. I already know about movies enough. That's right. You and me, we bonded over grave robbing, I think. Uh, that was something. It's a, very, <laughs> it's a really specific window of people. And I found you. You found me. Yeah. Found each other. Um, we did. In, a, in a grave. The same grave. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. I would love for that to be our origin story. That'd be so adorable. <laughs> It, it would be, be. <laughs> but no, like I also just hate ESPN. And when, when there's just a panel of guys just like, yeah, you know, the thing about this guy, you know, he's a guy, he gets down there, he drives down the middle of the field and he just gets the job done. And it's just them like yelling at top volume and just saying nothing at all. And I'm like, right. I don't need this. I don't need this noise. It's like uh, the media, but less important somehow. <laughs> yeah. <You know? laughs> like, like it's it's never really piercing insights that help me understand the game better it's more just like a bunch of has-been football players uh, right dude well it's it's really interesting so i was driving across the country i could kind of track when things changed other than people having shaggier beards or wearing more camo or any of that stuff a lot of the gas stations you'd go into had off the highway anyway uh they would have like tvs going and like somewhere in Texas, it stopped being like football games or anything sports related, which is like that, you know, like left, right. We all like football. Right. Yeah. Uh, but no, like just straight up Fox news and I'm going in and it's just like, holy shit. Cause I don't talk to anyone and I'm just listening to what they're saying online. It's like all these things you hear online, it's all fake outrage made by the liberal media. who's trying to get people mad. And I'm just like, mm, no one's opposing. Like, cause I've never like watched Fox news. I just don't, I know what's on there. Like I see a clip or two and I'm like, holy shit. Um, yeah. but watch, I've, listening I've watched to it. a substantial amount of it just cause it was on in the break room where I worked in Florida. Um, 
And well, I there's was, no dissenting opinion ever. Like yeah. CNN at least prop up a fucking like fake Republican and be like, hey, argue yeah, the other side for a minute. Yeah, in a in a bow tie to be like, <laughs> I don't know about that, Ken. Trump is just, yeah. <laughs> Uh, but no, I mean, it, it really scared me to see how quickly that kind of stuff changed and just like how listening to that stuff for a minute mm-hmm. straight is like, Ooh, there's no one saying anything other. Like everyone's just, yes. And he's yeah. a Muslim. <laughs> like I, I feel like that's all Fox news was for eight years. You know? mm-hmm. <laughs> just a really racist improv group, man. Um, the really racist. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, no. I so also on the road. I want to say the weird thing is that we were able to stop at these places because we originally we were going to stop at RV sites and mm-hmm. just stay in the RV, and then we yeah. realized that that is um, more expensive than just stopping at like a decent motel for the night. Really? Yeah, like way cheaper and like good. Like like La Quinta. I'm not saying La Quinta's are like the holy shit best thing in the world, but like they're really. If you've been decent. on the road, it's like a clean, nice hotel room. Dude, yeah, great. And so that was cheaper than going to these RV places. So we ended up just going to like these places. So every day I'd be like, oh shit, I've been driving all day. What's on TV? You regret getting the RV at this point though? No, because we still definitely needed the space for the dogs. Like there was no way that was going to work with three dogs in the car. You know what I mean? How did the dogs do, by the way? You know, really, I know you really like fucking doggy, good. Uh, doggy sleep medicine. Really fucking good. They didn't sleep. That medicine was bullshit. But I'm so, I want to I be like honest. I'm so proud of my fucking dogs because for... <laughs> 10 11 hours a day they were yeah. stuck in this fucking metal tube that's spacious but like it's not like they're running around they can't do anything in it you know what i mean i mean living in brooklyn probably prepared them for it so yeah uh, may- maybe they were i mean stuck in that apartment for hours at a time right i guess so but it, it wasn't moving and shaking <laughs> like i think that's the difference so like they were really good uh we'd like you know we'd stop every like five hours and we'd let them out and they were cool and i think Addie really loves it she has a super sniffer so like mm. she was smelling the country change, you know smelling I mean? all the all the smells. She loved New Mexico, like, and I was yeah. like, "Yeah, you're my dog," because I love New Mexico. It's awesome. When we went, it was like 30 degrees too, so the sun was out. It was like full on, like beautiful vistas, but it was like freezing outside. Um, 30 degrees. It was colder yeah. than it was here in New York. Yeah, yeah, no, it's it, the 50s here. It's bullshit. Well, the whole fucking weird thing about this is we had to take a more southern route than we were intending to. Oh, I'm, I'm fucking up this whole story. The original route was supposed to go from, uh, what, like Philly to Nashville, Nashville to T- Tulsa, and then Tulsa to the Vegas. You originally told me that you were going to go to Nevada. Yeah. Do you, do you right. not go Vegas. to Nevada? No, no, because this is what happened. Because there was a freak fucking weather storm that was going through the southwest at this time, right? So originally, we were just going to go through, we were like, oh, let's go through Albuquerque. I love Albuquerque. It's beautiful. It'll take us right to where we want to go. Yeah. Uh, no, because the overnight temperatures would have gone below freezing and we couldn't do that. The whole reason we had to take a Southern route to begin with. So that's why we had to go through Texas was just to avoid freezing weather to begin with. You know what I yeah. mean? And it was, it was fucking upsetting because like, I'm sure Oklahoma ain't great, but it's probably better than Texas. I don't know. Maybe that's not right. They got Hills, right? Or no. Mm, yeah. I mean, they made a musical about it. Right. They got tornadoes. They got twisters. Damn, that's right. That's like ever... Twister Central, dude. I think that's got the most twisters of any place in the country. <laughs> we were we were at brunch yesterday. We were getting into because I I told the thing I'm really scared of here is earth. I'm really scared of earthquakes because I don't yeah. have a plan. Scared for you. You got fires and earthquakes. Yeah, and I'm right by the mountains. Some snow sometimes. <laughs> I'm I'm really scared because I don't have a plan, and so I need to figure out a plan. And uh, my friend Vanessa was trying to tell me that, like, well, you know. It's kind of like a tornado, man. You, you like it's kind of like you want to get near the tub, but you want to get next to the tub because it won't slide and it won't fall on you. In a tornado, you just get in a tub. And I'm like, bullshit. We all know if a tornado comes, you need a belt and an iron blood pipe, okay? <laughs> and that shit's gonna keep you there. And yeah. So what right. if your arm gets fucking dislocated? Twister yeah. taught me something. I'm not gonna besmirch the Paxton's fucking legacy by getting in a tub. He's a goddamn expert, if anybody in my is. opinion, I'm sure the third act of that was in a bathtub. And Paxton's like, no, man, I'm taking over. Went full Ed Norton on this shit. No, what if it was like a, a pipe in a barn or something? We have F- to F5 tornado. <laughs> it's the one that killed my parents. Because that's the thing, right? Is it? That killed his parents. <laughs> because they have to personalize the twister. It's my favorite thing in the world. Yeah, it's so good. 
It's it's like his Moby Dick or something, but it's a fucking twister. Oh my god, that's so incredible! Like it would probably like literally rip the skin off of your body or something. Like your arms would fall off. But not to mention everything it, it, else that's oh. in there, right? Because everything else is like loose. Like it's got to be razors and shit. Like yeah, uh, well, it's just like it's just flying shrapnel. You know. You ever see like in Florida, like in the hurricanes, the hurricanes sometimes will beget, we can use our biblical terms, will beget some tornadoes. And the tornadoes, like afterwards, you'll see like fucking shards of sticks going completely through trees and stuff. Mm -hmm. That terrifies me because I don't know if you know this, Max, we're softer than trees. Okay. Like, (laughs) what? (laughs) We have a soft belly. We're going to (laughs) die. Uh, so uh, yeah, yeah i don't know are terrifying to be real i'm glad you didn't go to oklahoma man you could have gotten twisted <laughs> the rv just twisted <laughs> uh no but that's what so i'm scared of, uh, of the earthquakes man that's the only thing that really freaks me out because uh like you know me i used to watch like tsunami videos and shit i'm ready for a nami all right like that's how ready i am i shortened it to a nami uh <laughs> but earthquakes how can you ever be ready you know what i'm saying like that shit's horrifying how are you ready for anami by the way i'm so far in the ways in which you're ready for it i'll tell you i'm 14 miles away from the beach like that's why Mm -hmm. so that nami has to go all through santa monica and all the shittier parts of la and then come up to the hill all right we're the eagleton of la we look down (laughs) on the rest of the fucking empire well, I mean, that, that was a concern when I was thinking about living in Seattle is that there's like a fault line in the ocean outside of Seattle, oh. kind of along the West Coast. Nami. And the concern is that there's going to be a major earthquake event in the water, create a tsunami that could like, like a hundred feet tall, just fucking Damn. wipe out the city of Seattle, all those coastal Why cities. are we so fascinated with that shit I, as a people? When we were kids on NBC, they made a really shitty now that you look back at it, but at the time I was like, what? <laughs> like, earthquake, special movie. Because back in the day, networks just made like television movies. I People forget yeah. this. And this one was called like 10.4 and it was all about a major fucking earthquake along the entirety of uh, yeah. Los this Angeles. This is in the 90s, right? Late 90s, early 2000s, yeah. Late, late 90s, mid-90s, loved fucking uh, volcanoes and earthquakes and tsunamis and disasters. Like, what was up with that, dude? Well, sure, but, but let me go deeper than that because, the, like, obviously that's fascinating, right? But let's go to fictional. War of the Worlds comes out, right? And obviously that's mimicking, like, 9-11 imagery. But the whole idea of people are like, oh, how could we ever prepared ourselves for, like, a 9-11 event? It's like, well, we created it all the time. We blew up the fucking White House on Independence Day. Right. Like, so we, we, we kind of create these worst-case scenarios, and then when they happen in real life, we're like, holy shit. I just think it's interesting that, like, we always, we always like, we find a way. We're fascinated by destruction. Like, The Rock made a movie last year or two years ago where he was just in a building. <laughs> like, yeah. he was, and then he made another one where it's called San Andreas, right? He's just running around in earthquake times. And, mm-hmm. like, we're, so, we're sort of fascinated by, by that kind of disaster. Like, when, when you, here's how fucked up I am. When you said there's going to be a hundred foot wave crashing into Seattle, I'm yeah. like, God, I hope I'm alive to see that. Like, yeah, you that's legitimately excited. Like, you looked like a kid at Christmas. <laughs> Something's wrong with me, but at the same time, I want to explore what that psyche is because that's what's fascinating to me. Is like, oh, why? Why do we have an appetite for destruction? Most of the time, it's fictional, but when it happens in real life, like look i ain't the only motherfucker watching those tsunami videos all right there's 25 million clicks like other people are looking at that shit i just want to know what the fascination is man i don't know i don't know people like to see shit get blown up and knocked down and shit you know do you think we can just create like a like a oh man we need to create a fictional matrixy world so real that you can plug into that your acts of terrorism, you can get it out without hurting anyone real. Like, I don't know. Like, I, that's, I well, think like we serve. Theoretically, like, burn down the Rockefeller Center Christmas tree. Or... Yes, and no one's going to come after me for that, okay? I mean, that that's a thing in Minority Report, right? Where this guy is like a virtual arcade that's kind of like CD or whatever, and this guy comes in, he's like, I want to kill my boss. You know, like, here's the file. I want to kill my boss. So right, like, right. And, and he thinks someone's listening and he's yeah. like, oh, yeah, plenty of people want to know what it's like to conduct the LA Symphony or whatever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. No, see, that's what I'm talking about. Fucking Spielberg, man. It always, Spielberg. much like <laughs> all of writing comes back to Shakespeare, like all of directing sort of comes back to Spielberg <laughs> eventually. And um, old Tim Cruise. <laughs> Uh, that movie's a banger. I might watch that tonight instead of The Lighthouse, man. It's a fucking banger. <laughs> it's a bona fide banger. Like, Lighthouse, Minority Report. Like, 
same tier maybe um, yeah i don't know i don't know i mean the point is we need to have plans we need you need mm-hmm. to help you need to do research too all right because i don't like trust how, my own research survive an earthquake i need to know what do you go outside in theory i'm like go outside because shit will fall on you on the inside but then i'm right. like uh no because outside has trees and power lines and are you also surrounded by trees and power lines where you oh are? dude i have a giant backyard with trees and power lines yeah oh yeah Shit. Yeah, scared. Is it all fenced off and stuff at least? Can the all fenced off. Yeah. Oh yeah, they run around. Yeah, it's all fenced off. Nice. It's amazing. I'm happy for them. I'm so proud of my dogs. <laughs> I gotta tell you. <laughs> well, I mean, they went from having like no yard to a small yard. Now they have a big yard, man. They're, yeah. they're moving up in this world. I'm happy for them. They prance at, like they prance, dude. <laughs> like they're ponies. I'm trying like, to picture Penny prancing because she does. just kind of waddles. She's so fucking proud. She's like, holy shit, I can run. It's my favorite thing <laughs> in the world. Watching like, Penny go down the stairs is my favorite thing in the world. Because <laughs> it's a fucking high wire act, man. You're like, oh shit, it's a house of cards. <laughs> Like this is gonna every time I would be like gripping the edge of my seat, just like, oh my god, she's not gonna make it. And you would just be like watching and laughing. I'm like, man. I, I have it under good authority. She's not gonna fall. <laughs> really confident in Penny. I someone has to be. <laughs> she lacks self-esteem, Max. Um on the way, also like one of the other things that kind of captured my imagination when I was traveling was um a lot of in Arkansas, but also a lot in Texas specialty lawyers do you know what mm. these these fuckers are well, like tax lawyer or like a car you would think lawyer. no more special more more specific <laughs> this guy's like look i like riding hardy harley motorcycles so we'll be a motorcycle lawyer and he's got like a business suit on but it's made out of leather <laughs> it's a vest so that was a joke. I was like, no, nah, there's no way it can go that far. It's like right? leather. It is. And he's got tattoos and chicks. It's a leather suit vest. And you can see his biceps and all his Harley Davidson tattoos. And I was like, holy shit, man. Like, that's genius. It really is. Like, you have the brains and the amplitude to be a lawyer, but you love your lifestyle. Like, there's a whole market, man. Like, I'm Diesel Johnson, attorney at law. <laughs> I mean, that, I think that was the most brilliant fucking thing yeah. in the world. And there were like multiple ones. I mean, there was, there was a lot. And yeah. I feel like some of them were uh, well, KKK related. I got to be honest. Oh, shit. I felt like they were. I, they said, be proud of your heritage. And it, and it seemed like a Christian thing. But I feel like anytime any white person says that, I'm immediately suspicious, you know? <laughs> if you say be proud of your heritage and it's not immediately talking about like Irish or Italian or fucking German or something, well, well, that one's tricky, mm-hmm. right? Be careful. <laughs> uh, I, I, the other weird thing uh, being in LA is I'm in a weird time zone. Like today I woke up and my, there was an earthquake in Puerto Rico today. Oh. And I woke up and I'm like, oh shit. This like just happened. <laughs> yeah. Like, like you psychically <laughs> knew that there was an earthquake in Puerto Rico and you burst oh. out of bed. <laughs> that would be amazing. And if so, that's a CBS <laughs> procedural, man. Like, I dream these shits. <laughs> like you have like an ET-like connection with like the country of Puerto Rico. Only Puerto Rico. I thought it was just naturally. We have to open it up. There's going to be like a, there's going to be a fucking tsunami in Thailand. I wake up drowning and chill like that. Like my own bathtub. Put out some water. <laughs> what's wrong thailand <laughs> it's like chiron thailand 48 hours later <laughs> like the that would be the worst starting to recede. Power, by the way. <laughs> there's nothing you can do about it <laughs> get on the phone you just feel like you're dying you get on the phone like tsunami just hit thailand and they go, we, we know it already happened we're aware thank you it's on the news right oh now. my god <laughs>